Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Josh. My name is Mike. My name is Ray. I'm back, guys. I'm back. Yes, you are. Temporarily. The, the baby Metroid is hatched. She is no longer in captivity. Um, and I just assumed video games kind of stopped for like four or five weeks while I was caring for her. So, like, you know, let's kind of... They did. Let's... Let's let's like video games. Like let's have them happen again. Is that can we do yeah, that? We 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 pay for Steam sales with bullets now. It got things got weird. Oh God, that's some that's some Metro twenty thirty three shit right there. Yeah, it it got weird. But just remember, you use you, the bullets can do more damage. So don't just use them as currency because that's that people forget that you know. People forget okay, that. Okay, I probably really need to play this game because this conversation sounds great. Stan, have you not played Metro 2033? <laughs> no. Oh, well, you have access to my library. Fix that. I, I, I'll probably fix that. Well, I just... Uh, can we start this off by saying what games you're playing? Yeah, we can We can talk about yeah. the games we're playing. Uh, I'm, I'm playing right. a little gem right now called Tap Tycoon. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah, I just downloaded it literally uh, for Josh, me. It's you, the morning. You've never talked about Tap Tycoon before. Well, sure. it's an idle game. It's a it's a tapping game on your phone, and okay. you 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 tap the screen and you get money and and then the numbers go up, and, and the then you. I'm playing get, it right do the now. Numbers as get we speak. smaller or bigger? No, M- Mike, the, the numbers always get bigger. Uh, until you oh. buy something, and then they get substantially but then, smaller. But then, but then that makes your numbers go up faster, so it's okay. And then, it's not a smart person's game. Can we say that out loud? Don't ask how much playtime I've put into Tap Tycoon. Oh, I'm asking the real question. How much money have you spent on it? It's 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 more than zero. It's it's more than zero on this free to play clicker mean, already, on my phone. That's the wrong answer, in my opinion. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> you've already it, fucked up. How does it feel to be the first Tap Tycoon whale? If, if I am not the first Tap Tycoon whale, because I've gone down the rabbit hole of going onto the Tap Tycoon subreddit, and oh there are no. some. Oh <laughs> my! What? Why does that exist? There are. The, oh my god! The That's higher so you get into the game, there are strategies for maximizing your business profit and your tap profit so that you can prestige faster, and then you gain a world so you're like earning double the income, and you have to like there are strats for the cards that you can buy. Stand. I don't want to talk I about was, this anymore. I can't I talk about this. Re- this. I was this not is ready for this. Absolutely ridiculous. I've fallen down the rabbit hole a lot. It's not. You know, that it's, you know what's really upsetting is the best golden card in the game came into my shop for me to buy, and I was like, oh, I need to buy some diamonds so I can buy this later. And I meant to do it, and then I forgot, and I was really pissed off because oh, I could no. really use that card. It's like you, it's like you missed the Gallerhorn or something. The only weekend they sold it. Oh yep. God, this is horrible. It, I mean, it can come back around eventually, but who knows when? So, can we let's let's not talk let's let's not talk about Tap Tycoon anymore. Okay, so I'm playing Tap Tycoon today because <laughs> you were you wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. So Stan, I decided Stan, to I got download some, it. I got some hot strats to send you. Don't worry. I hope don't, you. I hope please you. Please don't. Once you, once, you get, you once you get up high, too, I'll invite you to my investment group. But you have to be a wealth index of 50 first, so you better get your scrub ass up. Uh, oh, oh my apologies. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, it's shit. A game I've been playing for like the past month also was Tap Titans, which is made by the same company. It's kind of the same concept as Type Tycoon. The UI is actually also very similar. 
That's what I'm saying. Type Tycoon is just another clicker to me. Neither of which I've spent any money in because not that I don't say, you know, these companies shouldn't earn money, but I would feel dirty spending money in a clicker game see, because see, you get... See, here's the thing. You, you do the first time, but then after that you feel less dirty each and every time you make a purchase. And the numbers go faster. And they go up higher and bigger. Stand them up to BE uh, money. BE money. It's unreal. Uh, Stand for bitchin' earnings money. Fuck yeah. Speaking of other games, Fuck I'm yeah. also... I downloaded Fire Emblem Birthright just to have something to play on travels. And uh, on my computer right now is Deus Ex Mankind Divided. I'll give updates, more updates to those games once I play them a little bit yeah, more. I, I, as someone who really, really liked Awakening, you should tell me if Birthright is good. I Supposedly, Birthright it. takes a lot of the best parts of Awakening and refines them a Sweet. little bit. But well, Awakening is super good, so I'm down for that. You t tell Awakening us more. is like... Awakening is like the only game that had a dating minigame mechanic that I really, really got hard into. I'm like, alright, I'm gonna match these two people up, because when I match them up and they marry, they're gonna have a fucking powerful kid. See, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem, is like, you, you, that's the dark secret of Awakening, is that you have to, like, you have, like, your, uh, you have, like, your, all these people, you're so adorable together, instincts, combined with, like, your eugenics instincts. So it's like, oh, God, but the, the, you can't have the barbarian with the bar... Just making another barbarian. Oh, he was the, single in my then game. The stats, then they don't get the cross bonus. See that like the archer person with like the mate. Uh, it gets it gets bad. If you think I, about I'm it for more than me a monster. If you think about it for more than like five <laughs> seconds beyond like just uh, lol shipping, then it's just like oh fuck, this is, act <laughs> this is actually horrible. That's but almost it, as it, bad it, as it, Pokemon breeding, which is yet another um, dark rabbit hole. Yeah. No, this is worse because it's people. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like with yeah. Pokemon breeding, I mean, like it's the same as like dog breeding when you really think about that. And if society as a whole doesn't have a problem with dog breeding, no one really has a problem with dog breeding. When you're actually in the game saying, "I want these two people to have sex to have extremely powerful uberkind," because uh, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it, it gets weird. You, so so far you said, haven't said any. So far you haven't said anything alarming. So I don't I don't see the problem. <laughs> I, I I love it. By okay. the way, all right. We should talk about. So so can I so can I redeem myself? Yes, you can. Oh, I've I've been playing an, I've been playing another video game. It's a little better than Tap Tycoon. AM2R. No, it goes by the name Doom. Oh, I've been playing some oh, Doom. Yes. I've also Doom is great. Some Doom. Doom is and excellent. Doom is pretty darn doomy and pretty it's good. It's fucking excellent. Now, I'm I'm only about maybe hour and a half, two hours in. I know this I has been said a lot, but man, Doom guy does not like demons. Nope. No. Nope. He very much enjoys killing the shit out of demons all the time, always, and I find that quite enjoyable. It's hilarious. It gets better. It's hilarious also, how plot averse, how actively plot averse that game is. It's like, oh look, here's some back, here's some back like dialogue, have a, and just rips the TV off the wall. Doom guy ain't got TV. time for that it's shit. Fun. 
It's like, fine, thank you. We don't need this doom guy. I just want to run around really fast and blow shit up in an awesome fashion. What's so wrong Literally with that? In the, in the first 10 seconds of the game, you wake up in a sarcophagus, you look around, you don't ask any questions. First thing you see, demon coming towards you, rip off an iron chain somehow, grab the demon by the skull and destroy it, rip off the other chain, grab a gun and say go time. Remember, you don't say anything, you just start killing demons. Doom guy is just... He's just like the you. You can almost hear this. Much. The fuck is this? Is that a demon? Oh, oh! <laughs> let me out! <laughs> the first like the first ten minutes of that game were just like, oh man, like okay. I like. Yeah, this he never going. speaks either. Someone, and I, I don't like, know if that's a spoiler warning or not, but he never says a single yeah. word throughout the entire game. Now, as somebody who didn't really play the original Doom or even any of those original like doom duke nukem quake style uh first person shooters when i was younger um except for fucked up i did have a i did have a about a year ago i had a friend uh who listened to the show shout out to mark uh he actually we we sat down with an xbox and went through and played a bunch of those old games and like went through that progression and could see the first person shooter genre evolving during that time period it was really fascinating very eye-opening but as somebody who didn't play those games, this game still really speaks to me. Like, you don't have to just be a fan of Doom to really, really, mm. really enjoy this game. Yeah, I agree. I can I imagine... Mean, I was just saying, imagine being a fan of Doom is just icing on the cake. Exactly. Like, I saw, I like all my Doom experience is basically just, like, the Chex Master Quest... That I could, Chex I Master I Quest. Like, yeah, like wow. I, okay, I was like, man, that shit, this shit's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, wow. I, I think I, I'm I'm right there with you, Josh. Like, um, it's just it's so it's just so refined in how just like straightforward it is. It's just all about like just the raw execution of it, and it's it just and it feels just so good. Like everything is just it's so smooth. It, it, the, it controls great. Like, it just feels so good to just, like... Oh, man, it just feels good. And the music is... Well, it's and, just yeah, too, and there it's are, too there much aren't a lot adrenaline. Of first just, like, yeah, the music... <sighs> I need to take a break <sighs> after, like... So good. After the intensity. I'm, like, too amped up. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's great. That game is But, it, really but you good. know, shooters... A lot of, so many shooters these days are so afraid to have such quick movement and turn speeds because they're afraid and especially because a lot of them are uh, developing with controllers and console players in mind but like that just that that raw movement speed and the way you move through that environment is just it's not like anything that's really out there right now and it's it's really refreshing i I really like Mm -hmm. playing that fast now you know people will say you know there are lots of games that you can get to that point by by adjusting stuff but this game right out the bat just like boom no we're at this fucking 800 speed like let's go get out there and kill Dude, some shit. runs at approximately 60 miles per hour <laughs> approximately <laughs> i I, th- I think in the very first doom game like for pc if you actually were to take how fast he would move on the screen and you converted that into the f- units of measurement for the game, it actually was about 60 miles per hour. That's amazing. So I think they kept that same relative speed in this game because that guy books. 
Like, when you're fighting a bunch of demons, he's just like, he's just running across all over the map. You're jumping, you can uh, eventually get a double jump, you're just grabbing ledges, you're just ripping things off, and it's just, in the words of Angry Joe, a ballet of destruction. When you're, if you were to picture yourself looking at it from a third-person view, you're just seeing this crazy green blur just shooting and ripping limbs off of demons. I love that game. Yeah, I'm. That I'm. I'm very excited to play more yeah. of that game. Uh, Can't wait to talk about the ending with you guys when you finally. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Um, it was. It, it's definitely, and it was very. You know, I think we talked about this previously, but it was one of those games that a lot of people were not expecting anything out of. Yeah. And yet, this here fucking masterpiece is right here in front of us, and, and thankfully we're getting a chance to finally play it, so I'm, I'm very excited. Well, well, I had, like, several missteps along the way. Uh, one of the missteps was they released the beta and no one liked it, like the multiplayer beta, because no one anymore plays Doom for the multiplayer. Uh, they also did not have any pre-release codes for any professional reviewers. Yeah. They're just like, nah, just play this game Which, on like, day of. It's I mean, recently, it's like when you don't do that, it's pretty. It's generally correlates with your game not being very good. It it generally Uh, signals it signals to folks that the developer is not very confident in the product that they're about to release. So, also the box art for Doom for this magnificent game is just awful. It's this piss yellow box of just Doom Marine standing there with a shotgun. Not even in a dynamic bow pose, he's just standing there. Granted, the original Doom box art was just the words Doom going across the title, but that kind of was better than just this stock bog standard box art. Yeah. So there, there was a lot of concerns at first, and then the game comes out and everyone says, oh, never mind, Fucking this excellent. was one of the greatest first-person shooters ever released. That's really good. It's super All right, good. moving on. Hey, Mike. You want to talk about any other shooters that are happening in your life? Yes, oh boy. As, the, as, the, <laughs> as the Destiny field reporter, I would like to give you the uh, the Rise of Iron uh, update because that happened. Yeah, go for it. Um, let's just lay out the basics here. This this is though this one is only available for the PS4 and Xbox One, so they've officially sliced off the uh, last gen. Uh, support with Rise of Iron. Uh, it adds a bunch of, it adds some new storyline stuff, it adds a new area, uh, numbers go up higher, there's new stuff <laughs> to look at, there's new colors of things, there's new multiplayer stuff, so it's a pretty, it's not quite a comprehensive. Are there like any compre- new pre-order bonuses? Yes. There may or may not have been a pre-order bonus. Oh, bonus. good. And it may, oh, or not, may or may not have been the most like player bait, like pre-order bonus possible because it's I, the I just want you to remember really quickly too not that it's that the pre-order bonus was the first skin for weapon that a lot of people had to go find and that so many people will now have this skin that the actual raw version of the weapon is probably the more rare and unique one than the one that's supposed to be the skin that's supposed to identify you as a unique player just let that oh, sink in for a minute. Wait, are you, are you talking about Gallahorn? Yes. Just let well, it sink in. Just, well, just, just te- I don't know if Josh knew this or not, just, but just Gallahorn te- was removed from the game. 
yeah, that's, that's why. This is the year three version of the Gallahorn. Um, yeah. So it's a, uh, and it's just, just technically, it's not just the skin. It's I, I just, I just, I just, I dismantled the other Gallarhorn because I didn't really care about the having the original one because the infusing weapons is stupid in Destiny. Um, huh. So that, so that all. You all dismantle the legendary. Or an exotic? Yes, I did. Because exotic. It, I'm well, sorry. I just you know the the standard Gallarhorn. This is stupid. Don't let's, uh, who cares? Um, basically, <laughs> there's it's it's not as comprehensive um, of an update to Destiny as uh, like the Taken King was. Uh, but so far, I, I think as like the, the stopgap is like a kind of an a is not a great word for it. I think that's a little more negative. But I think it's a pretty good kind of... It, it's a good last <laughs> piece of content for Destiny 1. Um, I think it adds you know, just enough, like... It tweaks... It adds just enough value to some of the core parts of Destiny that it makes it worth doing a lot of those activities. Uh, I haven't yet done the raid, but I hear really good things about it and say it's it's as one of the... It's a very good raid. Um... A lot of the other missions and stuff are really good. So it's just a good last bit of piece of content. And I think that they're planning to, you know, in next spring, bring back a lot of um, older raids that haven't gotten a lot of attention and no one's really had a good reason to do for a while. So that stuff is coming. So generally it's been pretty good. Um, so, yeah, if you're playing Destiny and you want to play more Destiny, you should probably go ahead and get that. Um, so... For me, the person that gave up back in year one, because obvious, um, what in Rise of Iron would make me want to come back to it? Like, yeah, what I, I have to ask because I thought I heard that it was a thirty dollars expansion. Like, is it? It is thirty dollars. Is They're it all $30. really worth that thirty dollars for that amount of content? On the eve of Destiny 2? That's a good question. Uh, it's, I Ooh. mean, it wouldn't be. I think the answer to that question is if you aren't really someone who did a lot of. does a lot of raiding in Destiny, is honestly probably not. Uh, I mean, I have a, a group of people that I, I can pretty easily group up with for raids. Um, so that I can get a lot of like runs out of that and do all like the bonus challenges um, and stuff <coughs> there. So if you're purely playing Destiny as a single player experience, first of all, what it, why are you playing Destiny? And second of all, it probably wouldn't be um, you probably wouldn't get a lot of value out of it. Uh, but like I said, I think it's a good. I think it adds just enough to kind of justify that price tag just in terms of the value it adds to some of the other activities within Destiny that needed a, that really needed reasons to care about them. So I think it has enough kind of general quality of life kind of stuff in it uh, to make it worth it for people who are looking for a last like kind of shot in the arm of Destiny before 2 rolls around. <laughs> And I'll, uh, so I'll let you guys know when I get to that raid how it is. Again, I think I've heard I've heard pretty good stuff about it. Um, but again, at this point, it's 
Um, you what uh, and kind of my go going through it, and this is kind of a good point to launch into our our next topic here. You're you're really starting to kind of see the seams, uh, and kind of the limits of the framework that they have for Destiny One, which is why I'm really excited about some reports that are coming out of in regards to Destiny Two. Um, just to hit a couple of those highlights, sounds like it's really going to be restructuring from the ground up. Maybe not, you know, really limiting in terms of what elements of your character carry over. Coming to PC, um, <coughs> lots of real. I think I'll cast this out to you guys. As someone who's been playing a lot of Destiny. Uh, and mm -hmm. has you know has gotten pretty attached to my character. I am super okay with them. Just if I can like if I just if the only thing I get to carry over is like my basic appearance appearance, done. I'm in. Like they Destiny is a great game where it is right now, but it's just so wonky in so many wa just weird ways. So as they, somebody who doesn't play Destiny. I have I have mixed feelings about it, I'm mostly positive because as somebody who may very well get into Destiny Two if it does come to PC, that makes me feel a lot better knowing that I'm not going to be so far behind the curve just because I'm picking mm -hmm. it up on a platform uh, that's brand new, you know, because. Well, I guess, you know, everybody on the PC would be starting from the same spot, but if they were to do something where, you know, you have your Bungie account and your character moves to whatever new one you have, then <clears throat> you might be behind the curve there. And I don't know, they don't have crossplay, do they, or anything like that? No, there's no, there's no crossplay. So. Um, and, and I think you're right, Josh, especially because kind of with, the, with this new piece of DLC, they also put out that, like, Destiny the Collection, which is everything in destiny for 60 bucks like taken king rise of iron everything before it all for 60 which is it's really cool that they did that but if if imagining someone coming into destiny just completely blind and like i mean obviously it's like easy these days to like go find the reddit or go find the bungee forums and stuff like that but there's just so much weird ass shit in that game that <laughs> like it's just as someone like com coming into it, it's just like uh what like how does so any of this shit I have work a couple, so. like i have a couple like problems and benefits to destiny like i haven't played since october 23rd 2014 that's when i put destiny down i was doing a nightmare raid against that that cyclops guy with the big eye and he's part of the hive fogan fode whatever um, I was doing a nightmare raid with some coworkers, and then, you know, a nightmare raid is extremely difficult, and we were stuck in it for like two hours. And I discovered, wait a minute, wait, this isn't fun or entertaining at all. Like we, and I said this on the mic to my team, like we've literally been struggling to kill this boss, which is purposely difficult all of us are at max level and there's like nothing more we can do besides try to game the system to try to kill him uh so i put it down i never went back so i would be to i'm like one of the groups of people's like oh you nuked my character for destiny 2 i don't care 
Uh, I'll play. Pro I'll probably give Destiny 2 a try if you nuke my character. But also, this kind of goes counter to what Activision had announced and Bungie had announced for Destiny, which was it's a 10-year project. What? And if every couple of years they start nuking characters and making you restart, that kind of defeats the purpose well, and of I was, the 10-year project. I was going to say, you know, it's, it's kind of them abandoning their original uh, vision for the game and what they had been saying out there. You know, they had, they had originally talked about how... It was gonna be this this massive story that you're telling personally about your character and your gear and how you went on this epic raid to find this piece of gear and how everything was so personal and tied to you and, and how you'd have that 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 story behind you and and to say <clears throat> that you're gonna just have the to have that kind of homogenized into like when they have to like reboot the mechanics every time could be a little frustrating i think that's a very legitimate yeah. concern now real i mean let's be we we, we all kind of know that the original vision of destiny has changed a lot just because of the botched release and them trying to really fix the problems of original vanilla destiny so i, I don't think anybody was really under the impression that they were still really like going to hold to that but it's still one of those things where you're like it's unfortunate to see them getting away from that more regardless it's kind of by necessity yeah i'm not saying that it's not a bad thing but it's still kind of like i really want to see the dest i still want to see the destiny that they originally had now they still have yeah they have plenty of years left so you know they may be able to correct course with destiny 2 and start from there and you know the rest of the seven or eight years hold on to that but um i don't know i don't know yeah that's kind of i'm kind of the, right there just because you know i think like i mean i i'm really attached to i'm like you know i have some really cool gear i have that's um you know i have my build i like and uh, but just I'd from the from the Destiny ground up, like and just in how in terms of that game is like structured with the missions, the world, the uh, abilities, the quests, the weapon like crafting, all that stuff. Like if if they have to like basically blow up my inventory and just let me carry over like my uh, character's appearance, my like grimoire score or whatever, and a couple shaders to give me a destiny that structurally is just so much well a much more like player friendly um and it's just like more fun and more seamless i make that trade 10 out of 10 like that's uh, the absolutely i think that's the correct course of action is just to because when they can make a game that's just you have to you don't have to fight the game as much to actually like have fun it like Exactly. So, because <laughs> half the time it's half the time it's like, oh, uh, well, I have to. Do you have to. This you have to work to like, have fun at the game. Seems like a pretty bad game to me. Yeah. Exactly. So if they, if them, just really kind of going to back to the drawing board with almost everything mechanically in that game. I mean, obviously, I think the it, the actual feel of the game is great. Like it feels like a. Yeah. Like the, it's feels the, good I to think shoot. it's one of the best console shooters. Just period. Like it just feels so good. A lot. I think a lot of the powers are really fun. Uh, the uh, just the movement feels great. Um, so th- that kind of core mechanical sc- stuff is gr- I think is great. But if they need to like just completely blow up how they do that and are able to make the game just way more fun and just way more seamless 
in the process with Destiny 2, like, go for it. And I think the big one I think I, I saw that them potentially discussing too was rebooting, or like doing a kind of a soft reboot on the story, which is, is a little interesting just because, I mean, narratively, if you go through Destiny, like if you go through that Destiny the Collection, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's the story, it's, there's a lot of really cool story and lore in Destiny, but just the way it's actually told is just not good. There's a lot of that. Isn't that the like the definition of destiny as a whole? It's like there's a really really great idea here, but god damn, is the execution awful? Yeah. So, I and that's the kind of thing. Is like, I'm worried. I hope I'm really curious to see like what kind of changes they end up making there, just because they have like really great lore and just a really cool world built around it. So I hope that they don't do too much to just completely blow that up because I think all that stuff is great. But I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain. Ex- shit like that, exactly. That's, that's I, I will never forgive you for that, Bungie. That's ever. Sh- that's shitty writing. So hopefully they can fix <laughs> that stuff uh, while keeping the lore intact. And again, I'm really curious to see what this game looks like on PC. Like, Will PC players get the... My ultimate pipe dream for PC is for people for them to get some like destiny carry some destiny one content over to like destiny 2.0 version i they think that would be super I cool i think they should but i don't think they will i i wouldn't I be mean, surprised no just like structurally i mean because structurally like destiny 2 might be really different from destiny 1 so it's like i how, hope it is because how much of that stuff would even make sense in destiny like it just it could be too whack like well, hell, I mean, you Let, know. let's keep this in mind. That in Destiny One, there is no looking for group system when you want to do a raid. Can, can, can we just talk about how that's like? Well, not the, even just a raid, like the weekly strikes. Somehow, There's no looking somehow for group the tools, system. the tools well, there, for that entire game that. were fucked from the beginning. I mean, you remember hearing stories about how when you would they would want to load a level in the level editor, level editor, it would take an hour to load. It would take like hours for it to load out of the level editor before they could even start working on it you know they they had a lot of just systemic problems with that game not just mm-hmm. the fact that they they didn't deliver on what they want like that game was fucked in a lot of different ways yeah so like that kind of point and just all the other stories that you hear about the just the weird ass development behind that game is why i'm really <laughs> okay with them just i mean they destiny has gotten so much better is in my understanding since vanilla um, to, from to where it is now. So for them to not have that baggage, they don't have to worry about building for the 360 or anything like that. They can just really go from the ground up with what they learned, and it's going to be on PC. Like I think that's pretty sweet. Mod support. Need some mod support. So should we talk about another game with a lot of expectations that kind of let people down that could really use a refresh right now? You know, your segues just get better. Your segues are like a fine wine. They're just (laughs) getting better with age, sir. I think, I think, I think parenting, it's suiting me well, you know, it's, it's, it's maturing me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And then you lost it just like that. Anyways. Moving on to the guy that abandoned Twitter. Can, can we just talk about Sean Murray? Uh, I think I said last podcast and the podcast before that also. 
that he used to be hyperactive on Twitter. Like, that was the game day if you could just, like, read his Twitter timeline and just start learning about what his thoughts are on this game that he's working on, No Man's Sky, by the way. And ever since a week after the game came out, his last tweet saying, we are focused on customer service, uh, and but we will at- worry about features later once we get done with customer service, something like that. After he said that tweet on August 18th, fucking gone. Yeah, they. Yes, I think he's just up and left Twitter, which I'll be honest, probably for the best. Yeah, no, at this point. nobody really has been talking from Hello Games as they you assume have been uh, trying to frantically work to fix the game, and there have been there's been a lot that have come out um, about No Man's Sky in the last few weeks. There was the I forget who it was at. PlayStation at Sony who came out and said, you know, they're an indie dev, you know, maybe they Oh, the fucking CEO, Yohei Yoshida. Yeah, Yoshida, which I think was a bullshit move, but we don't really need to talk about that. That was... No, we should... No, hold on. Back the fuck up. We've been... I've been talking about this for months. We should talk about how Sony admitted at first, hey, we are backing them like one of our first-party projects. We're going to throw marketing money at them like you wouldn't believe. They're getting on different talk shows like the Here's the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) Then they should have taken some ownership for that instead of saying... I don't know. They're an indie dev. Like that's fucked okay, up. That part, that part is bullshit. The, the the part before where they're like, no, we're we're gonna treat them like a fine game, and then throwing them under the bus and saying, oh, I don't know. I guess they just kind of yeah, fucked up this game. They didn't have a PR department. It's the worst <laughs> kind of damage control. Oh, do I need to go grab my box and see if it says I have multiplayer on it or not? <laughs> I'll be right well, back. Hold on. Science yeah, of- yeah, do that. Do that. All there, right. There- Exploratory journey. <laughs> yeah, go do that. Go do that real quick. Oh, Mike doesn't know. So how to use I, the I, I feel he's probably like Sean Murray used to be in the fucking limelight, and now he's kind of exited from all communication of the internet. Well, I think that, I think they're in a lot of damage control right now. But the, the the reason we're talking about this specifically is is all the stuff that has happened. Yesterday, it was announced that an advertising watchdog agency is now investigating Hello Games the and No Man's Sky. Advertising Standards Authority of UK. Yep. They're, they're advertising. They're investigating them for false advertising claims, um, which they do. They do. You know, you, you hear about some of these watchdog groups and they they do advertise they do god damn it i keep saying advertisement they do investigations and whatnot huh. I mean, they don't really have a lot of teeth now this organization actually has power to uh levy changes and sanctions against organizations if they do find fault in their practices so they are looking into whether or not hello games use deceitful advertising practices to bolster sales of no man's sky which is huge, and and could yes. and could not just have impact for people who uh, bought No Man's Sky, uh, you know, possible class action lawsuit, but I think could really uh, send some ripples through the gaming industry and the game, the way that game publishers market their games in general. Mm-hmm. 
Also, just as a sidebar, my box does in fact say it is a single-player game. Okay. Good to know. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think the multiplayer label was only on the uh, Latin American versions, and then they quickly tried to sticker that shit up. Aha, now we know. Uh, by the way, still shady as fuck. Uh, no, shady as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, Josh. Like, with how... I mean, because games have been kind of on the slope, like, going all the way back to, like, the kill zone stuff, like, all those, like, that long, long time ago, with, like, showing that, and then thing, even, I mean, this is such on a smaller scale, but, like, the Witcher 3, like, quote, downgrade, unquote, controversy, so, I mean, things like that have been, like, there's been a weird kind of brew about this like misrepresentation of games um, by people who want you to buy their game which I mean you know like you kind of have to take that take what they show you as with a grain of salt but you don't you don't hear a lot more you don't hear a lot much a lot anymore about the Witcher 3 downgrade issue because that game was so well received and people kind of forgot about that downgrade because of how good that game was and I think also, it, like, CD Projekt Red just constantly gives you free shit in that game. Yeah, they're, Constant they're free an DLC. incredible, incredible developer. And I think, like, more importantly, they were very they were very upfront saying, you know, this is not the final product. Like, I, I mean, No Man's Sky, like, it obviously was, we are under the assumption that, you know, one can assume that a gameplay trailer that we see in 2014, you know, things are going to change. But when you say a gameplay trailer and the real gameplay does not look like the gameplay trailer, then... Not even a little bit. And there's no indication that you know, this is this is pre alpha footage. Like, that's not in the video. Um, well, and they, have, they haven't even taken that trailer down from their Steam page. That trailer that they put out for E3 with all the shit that's not in the game is still up there as an advertisement for the game on their Steam page. And that's just... Mm-hmm. That's not okay. That's not no. okay. And I, I, can, can we all agree that the game just doesn't look like that? No. At all? And I, 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 think, I, I don't think that's up for debate. I think the, <laughs> the, the advertising agency... I think they're going to... I think they're going to rule in the consumer's favor on this one. I do not think that... I, you know, I, I don't know how that exactly works, but I have a feeling that a decision is going to come back and saying, yes, Hello Games and No Man's Sky dis- used deceitful tactics in their advertisement. Because I just, I don't see how you could say they didn't at, at, at a certain point. Yeah, there's a, uh, I'm sorry. There's well, a no, difference ahead, between um, I being mean, cheeky. Like being coy and then being like, is there multiplayer? Oh well, it's it's such an exciting like, it's yeah you know and having that kind of blurred line you know it's at a certain point you have to understand that when you're you have a responsibility when you're communicating with when you have such a broad audience like you you have to be held to a higher standard so you know it's when it's the difference between. You know, n- no offense, be- no offense to us, because we're not a very super popular podcast. 
it's different nope. when we say I say something stupid versus someone who gets millions of downloads a you know a day a week like just th that platform that they have it, it naturally demands a, a much higher responsibility and your words have you know they have a greater power because of that so for them at a certain point that coyness it, it, it isn't really passable because you're not hitting that standard you know, not everybody can read between. Not everyone gets that you're uh, in actually an indie developer when you're when you're on, you know, the Sony E3 stage for eight minutes. No one actually knows that. Some people, you know, might not know that you're actually, you know, a team of eight people. Uh, you know, it's, fifteen. We don't know whatevs. that. Um, well, he wasn't like. So here's the problem. Here's what the. Advertise, what, what is it? The Advertising Standards Authority is actually looking to. Let's get to the nitty gritty. All right. Break it uh, down. Things up for investigation. The user interface of the video. Yeah, that doesn't look like the game. The ship flying behavior, as in a pop up indicating that your wingman uh, is <laughs> flying with you. And as we all know, there's no multiplayer in this goddamn game. So what wingman? <laughs> <laughs> behavior of the animals in the game as in they would destroy scenery they would react to water and they would react to their surroundings and other animals alright that doesn't happen at all large scale space combat pretty much the reason I just didn't didn't get the game I can't use my flight stick because there's no large scale space combat Mike are you dancing are, are you <laughs> no okay Structures and buildings as pictured, obviously. You're so fucking dancing. Oh. <laughs> so I, went, water, I went to a tequila dinner, okay? He really he really gets behind standards bodies uh, investigating groups for uh, infringements against consumers. It just really gets him going. Gonna re regulate you. Th this one pisses me off. Trade convoys and factions vying over territory. Totally not in the game. That... That does not sound like anything close to No Man's Sky. The so I think they're going to get everything that they have coming to them if they actually get in trouble. But not that I want them to get, like... Actually, yeah, I think No Man's Sky deserves a bit of a lawsuit at this point. A small one. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's the kind of thing. It's a, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to take anyone's bread away. Like, congratulations to them. They sold a lot of copies of their game. That's great. But it's just hard to not look at that, look at the production on some of those early trailers that said that they were gameplay, and just look at the game and just not feel that disconnect. And and it's it's just you know, someday somebody's gonna write a book about what happened, and I cannot wait. I hope it's Sean Murray himself. That's that's gonna be the, that's a juicy tell all. That's like up there with the destiny tell all. Like maybe maybe someday when he's out of contract with Sony, he'd just be like, "All right, guys, I gotta level with you." Like, shit was fucked up. Here's what happened. We I'm made sorry. It in a week. Here's what happened. I didn't know how to shut my mouth and not Peter Molly knew this game. Full stop. See, that's the book. It's one. The, it's like three sentences. <laughs> now, if you had Stand, told me that it's at the tweet. middle of No Man's Sky is actually Black and White Three, now see that would have been something <laughs> because Black and White's amazing. That's such a good game. 
But if you just tell me it's like, oh, now you just watch the cutscene and you go back to the beginning, like, no, that's dumb. I'm sorry. Oh, can we talk about when you get to how much he hyped getting to the center of the galaxy, and it's just a new game fucking plus? Yeah. Fuck this. It's game. times like these right. when it's unfortunate that the listeners cannot see the video feed. Because, man, we pulled some good faces just now of just long, long, long smiles and shrugs and way shaking our head. I might play some more of this game, you know. It's, I need to. It's like a good pod, it's a good podcast game. I mean. That game is one of the reasons why I bought the PS4, I'll be honest. Because I, the game tra- play trailer hooked me. I, I was a fool. Well, hey, you can say. still play you Bloodborne on your PS4. Enjoy your No Man's Skybox, Dan. <laughs> that's all you need is just the, it's your Bloodborne Uncharted just, box and Destiny. That's just, all you need. Just, I mean, I, I had Destiny. I still have Destiny. It's just not. No. No. But yeah, yeah it's Bloodborne. Bloodborne's still good. Bloodborne's so fucking good. Let's move on to. Let, let, let's put a little politics into our video yeah, game our last Our last topic for the evening. Not much to be said about let's, this. Just let's talk about some true dumbassery. Royal, royal fuck up. Right around Stay the time it. that the presidential debate is heating up here in the United States of America, and the presidential debates were in full swing, it was released that Palmer Lucky, the boy genius, quote unquote, behind Oculus Rift had donated $10,000 to an organization that was dedicated to basically memeing Donald Trump to the presidency. Getting on the internet, getting in real life, using memes to try and disrupt the Democratic nominee and get Donald Trump elected president. Basically using R the Donald and 4chan to spur the internet behind one of the most talked about presidential candidates in a long time. And people were not happy in the slightest. Regardless of your thoughts on Donald Trump, and I have many thoughts on Donald Trump, uh, finding out that like one of the creators of Oculus Rift is throwing what's potentially money of that you kickstarted towards him or money that you spent on Oculus towards trying to get this guy in the presidency via toxic memes is, well, you know, he can do whatever the fuck he wants with his money. It's his money. It's a but, free country. You're allowed to support it is a your free country. And, and you You're know, also allowed to support what you spend your money towards. And yep. some people and, are just choosing not to work with Oculus now. And if you look at if you look at what you what you spend money on regularly, if you really look into it, there you probably support plenty of things you don't actually uh, actually like or get behind. And that's just called working in a economy such as the one we do. You can do your best to try and avoid those. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to do that. Um, but I, I would have the same problem with this if he were donating to the same kind of organization that was supporting the Clinton campaign. It's not that I don't think public figures should or shouldn't have political opinions or support political candidates or make that known. It's the 
way that he did it. It's the memeing kind of organization and getting behind such a toxic group of people that really bothers me. It's one thing to donate to a normal Donald Trump super PAC or whatever. It's another to donate to an organization basically dedicated to shitposting and being terrible. Yeah, like shitposting, brigading, uh, generally people who are not interested in appreciation of their fellow man in all shapes and sizes. It's just, you know, the... That's, like you said, Josh, that's what bothers, it, you know, it, this is different than, like, a, well, hot take, not that different from just, like, a donation to, like, the RNC, but <laughs> aligning oh. yourselves, like, aligning yourselves with, hot um, take indeed. <laughs> with, I mean, like, the Donald, which is, you know, full of people who are, you know, They're you swell know, humans. As, uh, they're the deplorables, you know, as yeah. as remarked by a certain Democratic candidate. Um, huh. So to, and and so I think for people to, for him to do this and then all of a sudden be confused as to, you know why people are being so critical of Oculus, like that's the kind of thing people you kind of have to understand because. You know, technically, he's not part of the company any, anymore, but he's still the face of Oculus. Like, if people see Palmer Lucky post on, you know, Reddit saying he can, you know, normies can take their non-racist pepes elsewhere, yeah, they still associate that with Oculus. Yep, and there have, the there have the actually day, been several game developers who have come out and said that they are... Uh, moving their development from Oculus to either the PlayStation VR or to the Vive. Um, there, there was one I heard that said they would donate 24 hours of their sales to Hillary's campaign. Um, you know, you, you're hearing a lot of stories about people trying to to get themselves away from Oculus, uh, and on hot on the heels of them getting ready to release the Oculus Touch. This is this is not great timing for the... It's great timing for PlayStation VR and the Vive, but it's not great timing for Oculus. Yeah, and you also no. have to look at their... Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're kind of kicking themselves because they have such a closed... You know, they've been really chasing a lot of these exclusives. You know, they've been really kind of trying to push themselves as a platform more than a, 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 a singular device. Um, yeah. So to have this kind of... I think I don't think a lot of people quite grasp how bad it's going to look being associated with Donald Trump and his and the, the seedier elements of yeah. reaches of the internet that are campaigning for him, uh, whether or not they're old enough to vote. You know, we don't know. Yeah. Um, that's be very, interesting. I, point. Be very uh, interesting I think that's really going to hurt people in, in a couple of years. Oculus tries to get away from this. Mm -hmm. well, they've already Facebook. made a statement saying he no longer works at the company formally, so he his actions don't affect Oculus. But, uh, you know, tell when the creator of the product is 
he even said he so he released a public Facebook post Which saying was that you know he's sorry. Which the biggest non-apology I've ever read. But continue. Yeah, he's like, by the way, listen, guys, I actually am going to vote for Gary Johnson this election. I just thought that this group was kind of cool and they had interesting messages to get to the younger voters. Well, it's like, that doesn't, that's no, not how that works. You can't just at all. It's not yeah. Good, no. <laughs> oh, I just donated 10K because I didn't know what it was. and It sounded kind of cool, but, you know, I, I mean, I like a spicy meme as much as the next guy. But I mean, like, come on, really? There's there's a, on, there's a limit. You know, I would actually be really, really cool with this and not have a problem with it if he just said, yeah, I donated $10,000 to the Donald Trump campaign because I want to vote for him. I I have many, many, many negative words to say about Donald Trump, but if someone has their own money and they're like, yeah, I want to donate money to this president, I, I actually have would have no problem you know, to it. It's the way this guy went about it. It's just like, oh, fuck you. I was, I was half expecting you and that, uh, Josh, when you mentioned that he was actually voting for Gary Johnson to say, you know, I'm actually, I wanted to make it clear that I'm actually going to be voting for Harambe for president in 2016. And I was just like, oh, there it is. Okay, All right. No no, more no, 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 no. Week. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was his official apology? He just went full bore meme with it. And he's like, yeah, guys, obviously I put 10K towards Nimble America, but can we all agree Harambe for president 2016? Right? And that's that's the Facebook post. It stops right is that, there. <laughs> did, is the group called Nimble America? It's called Nimble oh America. Oh, my fucking God. I can't. <laughs> We've got to end this podcast. I can't do this anymore. This is you can't handle is, those nimble what? navigators. I can't. They're you can't handle the memes. They're two curved hollow fangs. They're, they're just gonna get into me. The predator. Ah, <laughs> uh, just everyone, just sell your Pepe's. The Pepe market's about to crash. Just sell, sell, Wait, sell. This is kind of tech related. The Pepe meme is now classified as a hate symbol. Good. Did you guys read that? I did. That's no, I didn't. Great. But good. Fuck them. Good. I, I really the Pepe Frog meme is a hate. Set. I thought. I think that's actually ridiculous. It's it's eh. something. It's kind of the it, internet. I, I kind of get it because it's like a sub. It's kind of a, a secretive way to like. Hey, you like you kids like memes? Check out these funny memes, and then you, you it's a it's a gateway thing. Like that's kind. I kind of see. I kind of see it in that way. I'm like, okay, that's the connection there. Um. You know what? So yeah, if you use Pepe memes, uh, probably stop. Good. Like immediately. Yeah. PSA. Page. You heard it here first. The more you know. Do do do. I personally think that it's ridiculous, but if you're going to tell me that the Pepe frog meme is right there with the swastika, yeah, I'd, I'm not gonna. That's not a hill to die on. You no. know what I mean? I, I just don't sidebar. care. Sidebar. I have a sidebar. So, Mike, your sidebar, and then I have another public service announcement. Okay, so my secret dream someday is to be like the mad money Jim Cramer of memes. So it's Go like, on. Okay, all right, okay, so. All right, okay, first of all, Pepe, all right, breaking news today, Pepe is racist. Everybody, you know, okay, we want to, <laughs> all right, so we want to hang on to our sports meme Pepe's. So if you have a sad Knicks fan, Pepe, keep that bad boy. If you have a generic Pepe, just sell it. It's not coming back. It's going to tank. <laughs> Reinvest in Dap Boy and Harambe. Um, 
<laughs> and I think we're due. The Harambe memes are hot right Harambe, now. And, Harambe and, memes are basically like um, like U.S. bonds now. It, it's just one of those things yeah. that always gains <laughs> value <laughs> over time. No, the, bond, the, bond mar- the bonds are like I can has cheeseburger, shoop to whoop. Uh, I don't know, Exodia, White uh, Ship the Whoop's gonna make a comeback. All right, Ship the Whoop. I'm ending this podcast. Public, <laughs> public is, service is, announcement, is though. Duck roll the, is Duck Roll the gold standard in this scenario? No. <laughs> what is the gold standard is the fact that unscripted gaming is now more places where you are. I know we mentioned a few podcasts ago we were on SoundCloud now, outside of YouTube, but... Did you know we are now also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music Podcasts? So, um, and Pocket Casts. So, you probably use one of those. So, go subscribe to us there so you can take us with your, take us with you in your pocket on the go because you want to do that because you're beautiful people. If you Uh haven't already, subscribe here. Go to Facebook.com, Unscripted Gaming. Like us there. Twitter. At unscript underscore gaming, follow us there. Keep current with all the shit we got going on, and Mike's memes, I guess. Have an update next week. <sighs> we're not. No, no, we are not having Mike's meme minute. It's not happening. It's just not happening. I actually would respect the Mike meme minute. <sighs> The, Let's hurry up and get it thanks, out of the way before. Thanks it gets for listening to Unscripting Gaming. I understand that this is the last Joseph episode Decker you ever listened to. You heard I'm first. Josh. I'm Mike. I'm Ray. Peace. <laughs>